Bickley and Murata. Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Hey, every morning at 9 o'clock, we hit our social media account on Twitter, epically underscore Murata. Jared asks the questions. You give the answers. Sarah goes through all of it. It's social studies, and it's happening right now. Yes, this I is definitely. about to happen right now. I have the best uh, best job in this whole deal. I just get to read the fun things and make there you, you guys laugh yeah. and yeah. take the credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. All right, uh, on flight plan this week. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar, it's a great web series that the Arizona Cardinals do in-house video series uh, that I'm pretty sure we we post bits from it every uh, every episode on ArizonaSports.com. But this week, Kyler Murray talked about his winning mentality and, um, you know, of course, all the drama of the offseason with the homework clause and how his leadership and drive were put into question. And uh, he said he's, he's ready to play like a superstar every time he steps onto the field this season. So aside from the quarterback of these four guys who most needs to play like a superstar for the Cardinals to have a successful season. Hollywood Brown, J.J. Watt, Byron Murphy Jr., or Isaiah Simmons. Ooh, who most has to play like a superstar? Yes, for the team to have a successful season. If, uh, for me, the answer is Byron Murphy Jr. If he comes out and has a Pro Bowl season at cornerback or an All-Pro season... That makes things a heck of a lot easier for the rest of that defense. You can make a case for that. I think I would vote. I would think I'd go A or D, but I think I'd go Isaiah Simmons because I think that the defense really needs a sizzling, intimidating, fear factor kind of player. Mm-hmm. Uh, 51% of our voters, Dan, went with Isaiah Simmons. 51% said Isaiah Simmons. Most needs to play like a superstar for a successful Cardinal season. 20% went with Hollywood Brown. 16% said J.J. Watt. Only 14% pointed to Byron Murphy Jr. I think it's pronounced Byron uh, okay. Mar- I correct- Marholi. <laughs> I corrected the typo in the comments Mar-o-hi. of the poll. Yes. Wow. The Maybe Twitter that hurt the voting. Button. I don't know. Yeah, the Twitter edit button. Coming for Jarrett Carlin. Yeah, what, what is the Come deal with on, that? Come on, Jarrett. Well, the deal with it is it, from what I read, it's, it's a pay feature. Yes. You've got to pay to have that feature on your it Twitter account. It seems so dangerous. Okay. So I agree. Yeah, no, but Sarah part of it. A great point about it. you probably weren't here all, when she made. Yeah, I don't. Point. I don't no, think no, you were. Here. Yeah, people can make changes after you treat, retweet it or whatever. But with this edit feature that's being tested, you would get to see all of the changes made. Did you get an alert like that? I don't know. I don't know wow. if there's an alert, but yeah. But yes. So so there would be a tracking history of that. Uh, Byron Morohi or Byron Murphy, whoever <laughs> whoever you want lining up yeah. uh, corner. Uh, what do you guys think about James? Connor, does he have a place in this list? That's what Mason said. James Connor should be on this list too. Do you think that's necessary? No, I, no, I, I, I think James Connor is going to be more of a kind of a, a, a workhorse kind of guy. That's what I think. All right. Seabacher44 says, well, anyone on defense, if either J.J. Watt can blow up plays and get quarterbacks out of their spots, or hurry, or Byron Murphy Jr., if he can lock down number ones and choke off quarterbacks 
options. Those are the two biggest for him. Uh, and then Kyler's study buddy. Hey, Kyler's study buddy again. He says, if Kyler is playing well, it doesn't matter if anyone else on the offense stands out. It's more important for J.J. Watt to be healthy. And I want to see Simmons stand out and play like a top 10 pick. Fair. All right, let's go uh, elsewhere in the NFL. We were talking earlier about how Mitch Trubisky has been named the Steelers, at least week one starter. We don't know if that was a clerical error as well um, moving forward. <laughs> but of these four teams, guys, which potentially good team this season will be most held back by their quarterback? Trey Lance and the 49ers. Mac Jones and the Patriots. I believe that's Mac, Mac Davis. Mac Davis, yeah, yeah that's right. right. Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers, or Tua and the Dolphins. Or throw somebody else in there if I didn't mention them. Okay. I but think uh, Trey Lance is my answer. I, I think it's still fascinating to me that in most power rankings, the 49ers are top 10, much higher regarded than the Cardinals, even though the most important position of the game is really kind of in flux in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Where you got the Cardinals, you got the quarter back, but you got a much lesser roster. It's interesting people are, are siding with the team with the better roster and less quarterback, yeah. but I, I think that in terms of what they have versus what they, the quarterback might cost them, Trey Lance is my answer. I hope it's Trey Lance. Can I, right. can I answer that way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. fair. How about it? Yeah. That might be how a lot that's of people the only are one voting I really too. have any, any vested interest in it at all. I hope it's him. Yeah. Uh, 51% of our voters went with Trey Lance and the 49ers being most held back by their young quarterback. Uh, Uh, 25% went with the Steelers and Mitch Trubisky. 18% went with the Dolphins and Tua. Only 6% say Mac Jones is going to uh, hold back the Patriots to that level. K2 says the 49ers have a great roster. Their only question mark is their quarterback. Chuck Harris says, I went with the Dolphins over the 49ers because I don't think the leash is going to be long for Trey Lance. That's probably true, right? Yeah, because I mean, yeah. with Jimmy T right is. there. Jimmy Garoppolo back, yeah. Why not? My other potential option was the Saints with Jameis Winston. Yeah. Well, somebody he, he was actually pretty good last year before he got hurt. Someone else responded, what about the Vikings? Kirk Cousins and the Vikings? MVP Kirk Cousins? <laughs> And they're good I, offensive weapons. It'll be interesting because, they, because the more and more, and, and you hear this a lot when coaches leave organizations, there's always a, a smear kind of campaign uh-huh. that happens. Yep. It's got to happen with Mike Zimmer in, oh, yeah. it, with the Vikings, so I'll be curious to see. But, you know, listen, I've seen enough of Kirk Cousins. You think you know what you're going to get. And even though Jameis Winston's been really good at times, you just can't trust him in big situations. Yep. So I'm going to make Bickley's day, and I'm going to say it's going to be Tom Brady driving down the Buccaneers. <laughs> his, his melancholy attitude will not fly in the locker room. That's right. All right, let's get to our final question in social studies today. A uh, frustrating night for Diamondbacks fans with a blown save by Ian Kennedy. He loaded the bases in the bottom of the ninth, and then Jorge Alfaro finished off the game, drove in two runs, uh, with two outs on the board, by the way. What is the most frustrating as a sports fan? What's most frustrating to deal with? A bad bullpen or closer in baseball? A bad free throw shooter in the NBA? A bad kicker in football or a bad power play in hockey. 
Ooh, power play unit. A bad kicker in football, I think, wins only because football games mean so much more. Individual ones and baseball games do. But closers are a close second, in my opinion. I went closer over kicker. And I I look at the examples of struggling kickers in the NFL, how quickly they're shown the door. Not just replaced, but kicked off the team, basically. Yeah. A, bad bullp- a bad closer can permeate in so many different ways. You know, if, if your middle relief is strong, if you're starting pitchers like last night, I mean, Merrill Kelly was great for five innings. Not only does yeah. he get a, a, a no decision, doesn't even, I mean, the team doesn't even win. I, for me, it's 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 closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I don't know if there's any recency bias in this. There might be. But 55% of our voters also said a bad bullpen or closer in Major League Baseball. 32% said a bad kicker on an NFL team. 12% poor free throw shooting in the NBA which only is very if you, if you have a team that just cannot hit their end of game free throws and close games out it's pretty maddening it's very frustrating yeah Josh Games game show said it has to be the closer the fact that the closer is in the game means your team is that close to winning and then having that win taken from you hurts the most Lindsay Rates says I am shocked at these results we all know the Diamondbacks bullpen and closers have been consistently bad but an NFL kicker has has literally one job that is the most frustrating. Boggs Tark agrees. I says, says, I think recency bias is taken over here. The pain of a bad kicker is way worse than a bad closer. And Cardinals fans would know. Well, you but you blow one football game as a bad kicker. That's the equivalent of 10 baseball games. Yeah, that's one of 17. Right. If that's it's just true. a regular season, yeah. That, and and even though bad free throw shooting teams are, I agree with you, very frustrating. When was the last time you can recall off the top of your head free throws costing a team a game, a big game? I have to really think about that. I have to think about it too. Yeah. yeah. But again, to my point on the Carl Kickers. Malone missed a couple of free throws in Game One of the nineteen ninety something NBA Finals. Seven nineteen ninety seven NBA Finals. Happened to a better dude. <laughs> how many how many blown Ooh. saves did you say the Diamondbacks had this year? Twenty one out of fifty. So that's the equivalent of two football games squandered. Yeah. I couldn't really think of the best equivalent for hockey. Because I didn't want to put just like having a bad goalie, because that seems like too big, too broad of a thing. Mm-hmm. That is frustrating yeah. too. But so, I just thought it's very frustrating when you have the power play and you get nothing out of it every single time. Who was the guy at the beginning of the Coyote season? I thought you were going to try to work in a cheap shot on Shane Doan there, Jared. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. Sorry, sorry. Thank you, Sarah. Oh, can I just read one? Yeah, yeah, please. Jerry Hewitt said, according to baseball reference, our bullpen has 26 losses, as you guys just said. If they would have won 50% of those saves, the Diamondbacks would be second in the NL West and fifth or sixth place in the National League. I apologize to Jerry. I think that number is low. I think it's in the 30s of losses for the bullpen this year. Well, then baseball reference must be wrong. I'm just going by what I read on Twitter last Fair enough, fair enough. That's Social Studies. Thank you, Sarah. We do it every morning at 9 o'clock. Coming up next, the Cardinals will get a look at a coach and a quarterback definitely on the same page on Sunday. Where are Cliff and Kyler relationship-wise heading into year four? That and more NFL next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Bickley and Murata Mornings on 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Arizona Sports. Breaking news. Yeah, we do have uh, breaking news and not of a good variety for the Arizona Cardinals. They made some roster moves today, but the big one 
Backup quarterback Colt McCoy placed on injured reserve. Wow. Holy cow. You really must have some arm issues, huh? Yes. That's troubling. Uh, they bring back or they elevate Trace McSorley to the active roster from the practice squad. Jarrett Garantano, who is the fourth quarterback, who was the backup in the preseason, he's back on the practice squad. They also signed cornerback Corey Ballantyne and released wide receiver John Trey Kirkland from the practice squad. But yeah, Colt McCoy, we're figuring out, talking it over during the break. Uh, we saw nothing of Colt McCoy in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, early in camp when Kyler Murray, remember he had his wrist thing, it meant more reps for, for Colt McCoy. And I wonder if the increased reps were too much to handle. Is it, We're talking about a, almost a month ago. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I, again, the, the, the fact now that this thing is serious enough where Colt McCoy's got to miss at least the first four games, this is the same designation. The Jets just did this with Zach Wilson a day after Robert Sala was saying he might be ready for week one. So you could tell that, that A, coaches say absolutely anything this time of year, and very rarely is it even within six miles of the truth. And, and But this situation is a little more like, wow, what what kind of issue could he be having? You know? It can't just be the increased workload. The guy's been in the league for oh, a long time. Right. No, and he was a starting quarterback for three weeks straight last year. And he's also the type of quarterback that's a lot been a backup a lot of his career that plays a lot of preseason games throughout his career. Yes. Well, and it's so it's not like he's used to not used to, you know, working in the offseason. Interesting to note too that the press release put out by the Cardinals doesn't have any injury designation for Colt McCoy. It just says that he's going on injury reserve. So there's nothing in parentheses Weird. saying wrist, arm, shoulder, elbow, right. nothing like that. So Trace McSorley is the backup quarterback now you know for the first four games. I think it's still available. Chris Straveler. Oh, the leveler. No, listen, I, I think Trace McSorley is just fine as a backup yeah, quarterback. Right. I don't think, I don't think, um, I mean, Colt McCoy, the leadership piece and the mentorship piece, that was all well and good last year. I don't think he's that much better than Trace McSorley. He's got experience, and I guess you want that in that position. Yes. I, I just wonder about this, because veteran quarterbacks, when Peyton Manning lost his arm strength, it, it was just a combination of, you get a lot of hits into that shoulder, and it kind of kills your nerves, and it kind of messes you up right in there. And, yeah, then, but, and now suddenly you don't have the same command or the feel, and you can't even grip the ball the same way. Now, I'm not saying that happened to Colt McCoy, but we've seen this happen to quarterbacks. But how could it have happened? If that particular I don't know. Example, I mean, they're not hitting quarterbacks in practice. We know that. And he didn't play no. in preseason games. Yeah, so the, this is he, just a fatigue he, issue? I or? don't know. He, to me, I don't know. That's the thing we don't know because they, they don't give us any information at all. Hopefully, they wouldn't even acknowledge that he was hurt. Yeah, I know. I know. Hopefully, it won't matter. Well, <laughs> that yeah. means Kyler Murray stays healthy. Right. Exactly. It just it's just weird because you're right. There was a time in camp when he was taking a lot of reps. At least we think. Mm-hmm. Um, weird. This is also another reminder if you needed one that when the 53 man roster is announced, pay a little bit of attention to it. Okay. Don't put everything into it. Card subject to change. Trace, Trace McSorley didn't make the 53-man roster. Mm-hmm. He was waived, brought back on the practice squad, and in the now in the in the course of a week, he's the backup quarterback going into week one. They yeah. are lucky that nobody picked them up. They really are. No, no. How about that? Right? There was rumors that Detroit was interested. Detroit had an op- uh, a spot, and they wound up picking up somebody else. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That is a great point. So they must be surprised by this yes, McCoy news. Absolutely, they have to be. Absolutely, because you wouldn't have let Trace McSorley. You wouldn't have risked that. Like that unless they were able to gauge that nobody was going to kick the tires on McSorley. Yeah. 
I'm really going to be curious about this. Uh, Listen, this Garantano kid. Just listen, well, you, got, you got some more breaking yeah, news, Jared. Ian Rappaport says Colt McCoy recently strained his calf. Okay. Oh, so it's oh, not so even it's not an arm. arm How about that? Okay. Huh. There you go. That's the latest. Colt McCoy to injured reserve for at least four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and you talk- strained his calf, which is the next question. Doing what? <laughs> no, maybe it's none he was of our business. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you mentioned it, Zach Wilson. Um, just days after Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets, talked about, "Hey, Wilson might be back for Week One," and I, we talked about, "Wow, wouldn't that be kind of reckless for a young quarterback to push him back after a he had he had knee surgery on August sixteenth, I think it was." Right. Well, no, he's uh, he's going on injured reserve for at least four weeks, so we will see. Joe Flacco, another grudge match in Week One. Oh, Joe boy. Flacco, three grudge matches. Ravens. Oh, boy. It's so weird how the, the quirk of the schedule there. Yeah. Russell Wilson against Seattle. Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield against Cleveland. And Joe Flacco against the Ravens. And then later down the season, the Deshaun Watson's first game is against the, against the Texans. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, one other note I wanted to pass along, too, from the NFL. Um, they said they were definitely going to consider... In light of what happened with Aaron Donald and the joint practices with the Bengals, where he was swinging two helmets. Yeah. And they said, we've got no jurisdiction over that. They said, we're going to consider having jurisdiction over those joint practices. Mm-hmm. NFLPA came out and said, we'll fight that every step of the way. Yeah, the NFLPA is going to fight the idea of joint practices, which I think is quite something. Yeah. Yeah, because this is clearly what the NFL wants, and the NFLPA is, uh-uh, not happening. He wasn't, Colt wasn't in the joint practice, was he, with the Tennessee? <laughs> I don't know. Because that would have been really the only time you could have had any kind of contact over the last month and a half. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they were hitting quarterbacks in that drill. But you could strain a calf any Yeah, well, any right. number of ways. Yeah, that's, that is true. Paul yeah, Calvisi does have video of Colt McCoy throwing at that joint oh, practice. There you go. Okay. Look at that. We, we unraveled the whole mystery in like eight minutes. Done. Man. What's next? <laughs> We're on it. Mustache? Oh, no. Sorry. That's not, not today. Not today. <laughs> Don't bring us back to Tuesday. This is a short week, Dan. That's right. <laughs> we could sneak in another edition. I think. No. Uh, text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. It is Wednesday. So we got means- something even stupider today. <laughs> Don't, Don't you got to spin a wheel, Jared? Come on. Yeah, How do you know what we're doing today? No, I know. We have to We have to spin a wheel <laughs> to know. It's just going to be stupid you know, regardless, Jared? Beck. You right. know that. All the choices. <laughs> all it's the choices all stupid. stupid. So yeah, what do we have to do, stupid. Vince? We have to spin the wheel of Mr. Stupid. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> did you call it the wheel of misfortune? I did. That's well done. I thank you. Should call it the uh, wheel of stupid. <laughs> That's what Sarah said. The wheel. Shout it out different. The wheel of stupid has spoken. Yes, and this is that next. It's Bickley <laughs> Mariah Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right. We're heading to ArizonaSports.com now for today's poll question here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Welcome in, and every uh, everybody. We are looking at college football for a moment. Dan, Vince, which team was more impressive in its first game? ASU against NAU last week. Or U of A against San Diego State on Saturday. U of A played a better team on the road. 
That's a question written by an Arizona alum, I think. Is it? I think. There are several on the website. Yeah, there are. Um, the answer is Arizona. All right. A vote placed for U of A. 68% say, yep, the Wildcats had a more impressive first game. 32% voted for ASU. Nobody That's voted for no, NAU is not an option. NAU was not an option. The first time U of A has beaten ASU in anything football related in like uh, 2,100 days. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy that while you can. No, it's true. And it's Ooh. only the second time they've beaten anybody in like 2,100 days. <laughs> That's so true. We'll take that. True. All right. That's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it now at Arizona. ArizonaSports.com. This, that, and the other. You can get with this, or you can get with that. I think you can get this, because this is where it's at. What have you cooked up for us, Jared and Sarah? Oh, it's so interesting that you said, what have we cooked up? Because today, in this or that, we have a special edition. Because the Cardinals are playing Kansas City in week one. Today's game will be Chief or Chef. Chief (laughs) or Chef. Chief or Chef, two words very similar in spelling. Probably mistaken for each other Often. all the time Very by people on social media. Famous that famous commercial, great googly moogly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, how this is how it's going to work? A little different. We are going to present you with a real quote right. by the a person. Okay, you have to tell us whether this is a quote from noted famous celebrity chef Bobby Flay. All right. Or Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Oh, This will be a quote, most likely about food. And is it Andy Reid, chief, (laughs) or Bobby Flay, chef? Got it. Jarrett's Olympics, by the way. (laughs) And these are real. These are not not ones that I've made up to make fun of Andy Reid or anything. Have you seen this Bobby Flay guy before, Jarrett? You ever seen this guy? Yeah, I watch him all the time. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to present to Vince. Sarah will present to Dan, as per usual. Uh, Vince, you'll go first here. Kids make you feel young. And at the same time, they make you feel old. It's kind of like sweet and sour pork. I think that has got uh, Andy Reid written all over it. That has got Andy Reid written all over it. You are correct. One point for you. Yes. All right, Dan. I think cookies are sort of the unsung sweet, you know? That's the quote. Bobby Flay. That's... That is Bobby Flay. Hey, that's my answer. I'm sorry. I got excited that he got it right there. One point for Dan. All right. We own this game. (laughs) Who said, I love how we work together. Like, I love a big piece of prime rib. Again, uh, that's got to be Andy Reid. Some of these are too easy. Yeah, yeah that is. That's Andy Reid. Uh-huh. Bobby right. Flay works alone. No, he works <laughs> as a team of sous chefs. Yeah, yeah, right? All right, Dan Bickley. Yes. Quote, my favorite part of vacation was when I attacked a couple chili rellenos. <laughs> Andy Reid. That's uh, that is Andy Reid. Back off! It's Andy Reid. We like that. That's true. Here's the next quote. I'm the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Bobby Flay. 
right, who said who said this when asked about you know, this is in relation to being creative? Do you want to make a tamale with peanut butter and jelly? Go ahead. Someone might eat it. I'm going with Andy Reid. No! That was that was Chef. They had to say Chief or Chef, by the way. Oh, okay. That was Bobby Flay. Oh, sorry. That's right. All right. Is this Chief or Chef, Dan Bickley? Take risks and you'll get the payoff. Learn from your mistakes until you succeed. Chef. That is. That's Bobby Flay talking about food. That is correct. Wow, this game is pretty easy. All right, Vince. This is a little in-depth one here. This is about how to cook hamburgers. Who said, was it Chef Bobby Flay or, or Chief Andy, Andy Reid? You ever see that guy, yeah. Jerry? It's hard. I mean, you have to execute that thing the right way. You have to get it to where it's perfect and juicy when you cut it open, but not raw. Then a nice slice of good, fresh Vidalia onion on it. Some mayo and ketchup. A little squirt of mustard, but not too much. Pickles, lettuce, and tomato, and I'm ready to roll. The bun becomes very important. Put all that together and make it perfect. There's some time involved. That's where it comes in. You practice, you get it right, and when you bite into it, baby, it's ecstasy right there. I'm going to go with, uh, at first I was leaning towards Chief, but there's no way the Chief would have talked that long about a burger without stuffing his face with one. So I'm going with <laughs> Chef Bobby Flay. You would think that only a chef could talk for 45 consecutive seconds about, in a detailed way. about That was Chief Andy Reid wow. right there. Wow. On a detailed description of making a hamburger the perfect way. That's it's right. ecstasy right there, baby. It's ecstasy. All right. Let's, talk, let's uh, go with another burger quote, Dan Bickley. All right. When people pile seven things onto one burger, it drives me nuts. That is Chief Andy Reid. That is Chef Bobby Flay. Oh. All right, one more each year. One more each year. We're I've playing more about quotes about burgers than I ever thought. Yeah. Would. We're playing Chief <laughs> or Chef. Chief or Chef. Andy Reid quote or Bobby Flay quote. Um, when asked about what it's like to win something. He said, I want to keep winning. If you like chocolate cake and you eat a piece, and then you have one dangling in front of your face, you're probably going to want to eat that one too. <laughs> That's got to be Chief That's got to be Andy Reid. Who else would eat two pieces of chocolate cake back to back? Not you, Jared. I don't like chocolate. You would eat two pieces of cake, though, back yes, to back, right? Yeah. I'm not a big sweets guy. All right. One last one for me? One last one for you. Okay. Dan Bickley, quote, I can't be on the cheeseburger diet all the time. Chief Andy Reid. Chef Bobby Flay. Wow. That was Bobby Flay. Chef that was Bobby the trickiest Flay. one. Yes. I guarantee Andy Reid has said that. Maybe he hasn't. No, I, <laughs> he I think he can't be on the cheeseburger ever, diet. Yes, he's that. never said he can't be. I think. <laughs> I think. Didn't he say when he won the Super Bowl how he celebrated was he ate a cheeseburger and went to bed? Yeah, oh, that's, that's true. Right. Didn't he say that the best thing oh gosh, about winning right. the Super Bowl was that he could go into a place, show his ring, and get a free cheeseburger? <laughs> So I don't know what we accomplished there, uh, if absolutely anything, nothing. except for making me absolutely famished. Yeah, yes. about it. <laughs> a little chili Riano, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> that was this or that. Uh, some final thoughts coming up on this Wednesday next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 
98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Weekly and Murata. Song of the Day. Jack, the song of the day today, That's all right. Yeah. There's a reason. There's a couple reasons for it. Uh, this song is called Leave a Trace. See what I did there? Trace. Trace I makes it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, it's a band called Churches. And then selfishly, I'm just pubbing that I'm going to the show in 17 days. Is it Churches with a V? It's Churches with a V. Where are my, they playing? Uh, Marquee Theater. My son Ooh, got me tickets, and I'm taking both of my boys. Oh! I, I, I hope it's an all uh, all ages show. Whoops! I hope. I got to check. It's on about that. to be. If it's not, sorry, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to have time to get you an ID between now and the 24th, I think. But uh, yeah, good band, good song, and tied into one of the uh, things we'll talk about in just a second. Leave a trace by Churches today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. All right, a daily dose of Vinnie Joe trivia to start off off the grid today. Uh, as we said very, very early, and you probably heard all day yesterday on uh, here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station, Jaden Delora, the quarterback for the Arizona Wildcats, was named the Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Week for Week 1. 299 yards and four touchdown passes in his first game. Uh, Your question today is, between all of you, can you name the last, before Delora, can you name the last five quarterbacks for Arizona who threw at least four touchdown passes in a single game? Um, Keith Smith. No. Ortiz Jenkins. No. Doesn't go back that far, surprisingly. Willie Tuitama. No. Nick Foles. Nick Foles is one. He did it three times. Um, Four touchdown passes. Uh, BJ Danker? BJ Danker did it once. Let's go. So much. How did he he do it? Who is the the guy? I, I can't. Matt Scott. No. Matt Scott is one. Let's go. <laughs> the fr- the freshman when they got to the festival. Oh, after the twenty fourteen team, or was that that lost to Boise State? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys are missing two that I thought you would get. This guy, uh, the guy that you're thinking how... of, did it six times. Oh, how are? I'm, I'm blanking. I'm Shot blanking. Yeah. Uh, a new Solomon. A new Solomon. Oh, that guy. That was what a, about you? The most recent to do it, Khalil Tate did it four times. Oh, of course. Yeah. I know, when you're thinking quarterback Quarterback in university. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Um, earlier, just uh, we had breaking news not long ago. The Arizona Cardinals placed backup quarterback Colt McCoy on injured reserve. Uh, they did not list what the injury was. Ian Rappaport is uh, put out there that it is a calf strain, so he's out for at least four weeks. Trace McSorley gets the bump uh, from the practice squad to the active roster. So now we've spent a long time, Bick, kind of 
considering how Cliff Kingsbury handled the the, the preseason. Yeah. And you knew Kyler Murray wasn't going to play, and he wasn't available for some of it. Colt mm-hmm. McCoy was banged up during some of it. But this might be a situation where not playing your top two quarterbacks in the preseason at all could have benefits for you because Trace McSorley got a lot of valuable experience. Well, yeah, that is, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And and uh, call me crazy, but that Guarantano kid, I, I, I really like the confidence and the spark I saw to that kid. Now, I don't know how you would fare if you put him up against first-teamers as compared to third and fourth and guys who are not going to be in the NFL, but I, I, I thought he showed a lot, so I I don't know. I just, for, for bringing in a couple of randos to the quarterback room, I think the Cardinals did okay. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, uh, Darren Urban put it out there uh, from azcardinals.com that in the p- open portion of practice yeah, this, today, this is the bigger news, probably. Uh, he did not see center Rodney Hudson, linebacker Marcus Golden, cornerback Trayvon Mullen, defensive end J.J. Watt. Zach Ertz was on the field participating in the open portion. Those are kind of important players. <laughs> well, the, the Rodney Hudson thing is interesting to me because we know J.J. Watt is recovering from something. What is what is the deal with Rodney Hudson? If he came back because he decided to come back and he spoke to the media about it, is he hurt? And if so, how did he get hurt? Because I don't think anyone's seen him practice it down. Yeah, or is it one of those situations where, hey, we don't have to share information with you, so we're not sharing information with you until we have to? Or is He'll or, be on the injury report today. Is he holding in the same way Marcus Golden is? Oof. Wednesday is the usual veterans... Uh day off day in practice. I don't know if that would... Week one? Exactly. I don't know if they would do that leading to the first game. After the most relaxed preseason of all time? <laughs> right. How about it? Yeah, none of that is good news. I mean, uh, Zach Ertz on the field is good news. Zach, well, Zach Ertz on the field is good news, but yeah, Rodney Hudson and J.J. Watt, exactly. That, those stand out as, as potentially big losses. So uh, we'll have mm-hmm. more as the day goes on with Wolf and Luke and uh, Burns and Gambo and we get the look at the uh, at the injury report for week one. Um, we get forwarded a lot of uh, press releases. And Jarrett forwarded me one. He forwarded it to all of us today. I'm, I'm almost hesitant to even bring it up because I can't yeah. believe people brought this, put time and effort into this study. Yeah. Uh, a study into uh, beauty technology analysis. The best looking and ugliest quarterbacks in the NFL. This is an actual thing. And this is objective how? How is this not subjective? What because are we they use about here? the Golden well, Face app, the facial recognition yeah. which I guess symmetry. Yeah, which does that, the facial symmetry. Yeah. Okay. Symmetry equals beauty. Apparently. And they only consider the opening day starters for each team. All right. So the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is not at the top of the list—a crime. Let's just throw this out. <laughs> And I'm not even going to get into the the ones that they considered ugly. Why are we still doing that in 2022? They say Joe Burrow. You're the one that brought it up. I know. But Joe Burrow is the best looking quarterback in the NFL, according to this. Of the ratings, perfect, pretty, normal, or ugly, Joe Burrow is the only one to get a perfect Face. I, I just I can't disagree more. <laughs> His face is skinny. He's got that those Jim Brewer eyes too, <laughs> where he always looks like he's he's about to do a goat boy impression. Your guy Tom Brady, 
was rated pretty. Oh, that'll Dan drive Bickley. insane. Ranked third in the NFL. All that surgery, and he doesn't even win. Really? Behind, behind Baker Mayfield. All those avocado milkshakes, and that's what that's what it gets you? Here behind was their, Baker Mayfield. Burrow was one, Mayfield two, Brady three, Aaron Rodgers, Geno Smith, Russell Wilson, Jacoby Brissett, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, and Davis Mills. Called Davis Mills face normal. And the bottom four are normal, and they're still in the top ten of the best looking. Wow. Boy, we should do that for our show. Oh, but what's not? The results what's not? Yeah. No thanks. That'd be great for all of our self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us need that. Um... I'm trying to. I had I had another note to, to pass along, and I can't figure out what the heck it was. Oh, I forgot yesterday to mention. Yesterday was my nephew's fourth oh. birthday. Happy oh. birthday, Bennett! Bennett, four years old. Can you believe that? Do you remember when he was born? I was talking about. Well, he's it. grown up right before our very eyes. Does Bennett listen to the show? <laughs> Only the you sports. Are so football. weird, Jared. <laughs> Give a shout out to someone who's not even going to listen. Four year old. Bennett, come on. We're big with four year olds. Did you not hear the stupid segment we just did? That's a good point. Bennett loved the cheeseburgers. Have, have you seen what that segment looks like, Vic? Have you seen no. that one before? It's normal. Uh, it's rated huh. normal. I'm going to go get a chili relleno. Yeah. <laughs> go get a cheeseburger, man. Two pieces of chocolate cake. That's going to do it for us. Uh, Adam Teicher joined us. Thanks to him. Thanks to you for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow morning, bright and early at 6 a.m. But more on the Cardinals uh, roster moves and the practice inavailability of some key players coming up with Wolf and Luke. They'll take you up until 2 o'clock. Have a great day, everybody.